You are now listening to Black Guy Therapy, a therapeutic podcast. Hey, 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 what's up? Everybody, welcome back to Black Guy Therapy. What up, what up, what up? Got the whole crew here. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm no longer a guest. I have a guest in the building. <laughs> His name is Henry. Guess what? Guess, well, well, guess what? <laughs> I want you to guess what this. I told you you call me a guest again. I'm out. See y'all later. <laughs> and he took off his headphones and he's out. That's all right. Y'all gonna be hearing this all show. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> Kawhi laugh. Um, right on cue, right there, wasn't it? Perfect. Perfect time. Yeah, that's what we need to put in there. That Kawhi laugh. Okay, uh-huh. we'll, we'll get that. We'll get that uh-huh. on the board. <laughs> so, did you hear his? Hey, hey, hey! Did you hear him? Yeah, that, that's when they was born. Yeah. yeah, that's that's. Sad. You didn't hear that? Nah. Yeah, yeah beginning of the game. Hey, 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 Monday hey. or Tuesday. He was in there trying to talk, and they were like, boo, and he was like, hey, hey, hey. It was yeah. so funny. Yeah, it's terrible. For real? Terrible. Yeah, he, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. Let's, hold on. But what's going on, here, fellas? Here, How everybody been hold doing on. this we, week? We have to hear the hey, hey, hey before. Yeah, I need to hear this real quick. See how I just try to do it. All right, all right. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, Here you go one more time. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> And no emotion on his face when he said it, too. I believe so. it. I uh, believe it. Anyway. Go we, ahead, Henry. Dig it go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, nah, man. Off. I was just asking how everybody was doing this week, but uh, man, forget y'all. Man. I don't care at this point because I was cut off by Kawhi. So, <laughs> apparently, he's y'all new partner. So, yeah. y'all go talk to him. Hey, you know he played good defense. Man, forget dude, man. I don't like it. <laughs> Should have came over there with the purple and gold with my boy, but, you know, that's hey. another topic for shop talk. Right. Why everybody hate my boy for being himself, but I don't get it. Well, everybody, welcome back to Black Guy <laughs> Therapy. We're glad that you clicked on us one more time. We yes, really do appreciate that. Click, uh, keep clicking, please. Please do, please do, because um, we are trying to get out here in this space. We Otherwise, we're going to be setting up GoFundMe accounts. <laughs> right, <laughs> real ones, not fake ones. Uh, but anyway, everybody, welcome back today. You know, obviously, we always have some issue or something that we talk about. And today, well, I have an issue real quick before you get into the the real issue. Okay. Uh, if I pass out doing this podcast, this podcast, just know that Joel had me drinking one hundred thirty one point seven proof alcohol. <laughs> I told him I didn't want to do it, but he he, he for, forced me. What was your What was your favorite? What was your slogan? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Peer pressure is what? It's great. Yeah. See what I'm saying? No, it's not. He's a bully. <laughs> <laughs> Bullying in America. <laughs> 101 right here. Now, now before we do get started, I do want to tell you, I heard a commercial today. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm only going to say this on Spotify because mm-hmm. BGT, Black Guy Therapy, mm-hmm. a therapeutic podcast. Therapeutic podcast. That is. It's on Spotify. We are on Spotify, which is owned, or no, Anchor is owned by Spotify. Is it? Okay. Yes. I don't know. Yes, Anchor is owned by Spotify. Okay. Yes. So I heard a commercial that was very interesting that I wanted to share with y'all. It was okay. a Dove commercial. Okay. And I can't remember the name of the movement, but it's something like uh, the, the self-esteem movement or, or self-image movement, something that they're doing about image. Okay. The commercial literally said, help a girl, help a family, help a community. And I was like, what about a dude? We don't, we don't matter really in this world anymore. Ain't that crazy? We don't. Like, yeah. I guess... After so many years, is we we ran it, 
Now it's like, no, nah, y'all don't matter. Put mm. everybody else in front of them now. I just call it marketing. <laughs> that's all I call it. That's the target audience. That's who they're appealing to. That's who so they what about So what about duh for men? That, that commercial wasn't designed for men. It but was I'm designed saying, for women. But there's a Dove commercial that has a product for a man. Right, but they're not advertising for a man. But how do you have products for men but don't advertise for men? They do. But they don't do. They don't. They don't put as much. Do. They don't put as much in it as they do their women. No, uh-huh. not at all. I, and I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you, Todd. What I'm asking is, how do you market something without marketing to your entire base? I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not picking up there. I, I'm with you. So, here's my thought. Anytime you have a, because obviously we're talking about a, a large market. Correct. Correct. And a a major product. Correct. So they can have different initiatives or different, you know, goals that they're trying to accomplish with their with their branding, with their marketing, with their commercials. But what I thought about is they said families mm-hmm. and communities. Mm-hmm. Women aren't the only people that is part of a family or a community. Gotcha. So that's what, that's what made my included. yeah. That's yeah, what made okay, my ears gotcha, stand gotcha, up. I'm gotcha. like, wait a minute, because I'm with you, like. You know, sometimes there's a product that can be both, mm-hmm. but specifically I'm speaking to this gender. Gotcha. And that's fine. But they said communities and family. And family. So now it's everybody. So now it's everybody. But it you encompasses everyone in, now. I don't know intentionally, but you certainly said help a girl, help a family, help a community. No talk or do. So the reason I bring this up again is I love this show so much because it does what the country is not doing and that is standing in the gap speaking for men and in us we're specifically speaking for black men because well it's kind of hard for me to speak for a white man very joe very very because <laughs> i don't have the complexion for the protection for the collection there it is <laughs> and, and i get that but again i'm just simply saying that i found it so curious that this entire because you know money goes behind marketing Correct. They spent money to put this commercial out on multiple platforms where it says girls, families, communities, as if men don't exist in any of those later two. Mm. Boy, you just went somewhere right there. Yeah. Messed I me went, up a little bit. I went something. I, I'm thinking totally different from where you was going. I'm thinking we are included in the family and the community. But you're saying, no, nah, you ain't included in that. What, what you took from it. That's what I took. Otherwise, they would have said it up front. Because obviously, women are not separate from the community or the family. And they took away. That, and when they said a girl, that means they took out boys. Men. Men. Everything oh, okay. Everything of the male gender was not included in this conversation. Wow. Yeah, you went somewhere with that one, brother. So I just, it kind of, it kind of, it bothered me. But I was like, again, immediately as I, and this is why, again, I say I love this podcast, this show, working with y'all. Because we are speaking on behalf of, unfortunately, the voiceless right now. Yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah. And I think, obviously, Joel feels some type of way about that, right? I do. I do. And I think that's going to lead us to end what we're going to talk about to Absolutely. Let's talk about today. Y'all didn't seen that vein pop down the middle of his forehead. I did. I was heated. Yeah, he was, he was heated. So today's episode is going to be about emotions. Obviously, Joel was feeling, he was all in his feelings all about this him. commercial. Yep. So emotions is a big thing. It's something that black men don't don't share a lot. Yeah. Express, show. Yeah. And and talk I, about obviously it. there's some historical stuff behind that. Mm-hmm. 
But Joel, I, I'll let you take it away. How, how you want? How you want this to go? So let me let me do this. So I, I mentioned it before. Maybe I actually I don't even know if I have. But my wife and I have a business called Sam Save a Marriage, and every time that we have any type of a group get together, whether it's our retreats we do annually or the fresh meetings where it's families uh, redefining and establishing standards at home. Mm-hmm. Every time we have these meetings and I'm speaking, my primary goal objective is to speak to the individual. You want to, as a, as a individual on your own, you always want to develop, grow, be better than you were the day before. So when I started thinking about this topic, I was like, you know, one of the messages that I try to convey all the time is if you decide to get married, if you get married for love, you are done messed up. People say, what you mean? They look at me crazy. What yeah, do you mean? Yeah, you lost me right there, brother. So think about it. What is love? Baby, oh, don't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> but what is it, it went over your head, Henry? No, no, I get what you. Uh, I, okay. I get what you saying. Yeah, he said a four-letter word. I said he a four-letter said, baby, word. Don't hurt you, me. You sung the other parts of that song. Yeah. Yeah. What is love? Yeah, come yeah, on. I just, I just come on. You was, looking, you was looking at me like I was stupid. I was like, no. Oh, <laughs> did, did it go over your head? No, 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 man. I got it. But, but, but work with me. What is love? It is a what? Outside of being a four-letter word, I don't know. It's an emotion, right? Yeah, it's an emotion, I guess. What's another emotion? Hate. Okay. Anger. Okay. Happiness, sad. Yep. All those, right? Yeah. So let me ask y'all a question. When is the last time you were happy for five years straight, 10 years straight, 15? Angry, sad, depressed, any of those feelings for that amount of time straight? I don't think I've ever had it. All of those things at one time, or like any of those things for multiple, you know, multiple I can say months or something. Yeah, I was going to say a couple of months, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, I know right after the passing of my mother, I was depressed for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. But not a year, yeah, no, not a year straight. Now, think about that. So, we have seasons, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part, seasons last for about what, three? Three, four months. Well, this this season, uh, summer lasted for about six months. Oof. It, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it, it went over. So here's what I'm trying to sell. I ain't buying it. You will after this. <laughs> Think about it this way. If I'm not going to be happy every single day for a year, two years, then why would I be in love for a year, two years? So. If you are marrying and marriage is all, I mean, love is all you're thinking about when you're getting married, you have not done enough. What you need to be looking at is integrity, morals, ethics. How do we line up on these things? Because when we get into it, when we're not on the same page, when we're disagreeing, I'm not, I may not love you in that moment. Mm -hmm. Emotions change like the weather, like the seasons, as do all emotions. So if your relationship is based off emotions, then guess what? When that emotion changes, what you going to do? Gotcha. You're going to change with it. You're going to change so, with it. So, I mean, that's kind of like relationships that are based solely on sex. Like yes. you meet, you meet, and I, obviously I'm a male. I'm going to speak from a male perspective. Mm-hmm. So as a male, I meet some girl. She gives me bomb sex, mm-hmm. right? And I'm with her because of that. Yep. Hold on. Oh, and then after that, we just, you know, if, you if we, we don't have anything else in common, we yep. go our separate ways. Yep. Right? Time that's out. real. That's Time real. Out. Did this man just say bomb sex? Bomb sex. Bomb diggity. 
Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. But but that's, I'm sorry. that's that it. was the that was the a hole in. Come no, on, that man. was that was a perfect analogy. Twelfth grade. Think about that. Because we think a little bit differently. The things that we're trying to achieve when we're not really interested in long term is different for men and women. Yeah, correct. So correct. in a relationship, when it comes to men, what you're hoping to accomplish generally is more around the physical. Right. But what happens when it gets old? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. On I to get the it. next, right? So everything that we know, everything that kind of holds our attention for a minute, we know it changes. So love can't be enough. So when we when I thought about this, I was like, we really need to dig into the emotional aspect of men because we know for a fact emotions change. And you can't determine when it changes. Mm-mm. You can't control when it changes. Mm-mm. You can't stop it. You can't turn back the hands of time. You can't do any of that. Once an emotion changes, it just changes. So when you start thinking marriage, it's got to be more than just an emotion. Because if it ain't, you're in trouble. So that's how I wanted to kind of start, just kind of get people thinking. So, so let me ask you a question, Joe. How many arguments do you get into mm-hmm. when you say love is not enough? Like if you say, if when you say, when you're in these, these marriage retreats mm-hmm. and you go and tell them, uh, that's all y'all in it for is love, oh, y'all ain't going to make it. Mm-hmm. What, what What's the next response you get after that? Bewilderment. I get the puzzled look. Mm-hmm. I get people asking. So like, do they think you don't love your wife? No, I think they I think that they they pick up on it because the explanation. So we were talking earlier about mm-hmm. Kanye and his comment. Correct. And if you do not provide context to a comment, you're in trouble. It's, it's so just I, a broad statement. It is. And it's it's never going to open go to interpretation. But see, and that's the thing. This is probably a, a show. I mean, a, a topic for another show with this clown. But when he says 400 years of slavery is a choice. And doesn't give any context. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what he meant by that. He's a sucker forever. Absolutely. A sucker forever. And in the same way, if I told somebody, if all you do is love your wife, your marriage going to fail. Sucker I'm a sucker forever. too. Sucker forever. Absolutely. So what I try to say is the same way I broke it down here. Mm-hmm. And when people hear, ah, yeah, you're right. Because when you think about em- love, for some odd reason, love is just like the gold the standard ultimate. for emotions. Yeah, the it's ultimate like, one. No, it's just like but every other emotion. Told, you never told anyone not to love your wife. Absolutely. I said, you better. Yeah. That's a part of it. You never told anyone not to love them. You just said, that's not enough. That's not enough. And and that should be understandable. Because mm-hmm. everything has to line up. A person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, yeah, you're going to need more than love. Because I love some relatives, but I love them from a distance. Absolutely. I don't have to see them every Absolutely. day. Absolutely. And exactly. I'm all right if I don't talk to them. Yep. So I get what you're saying. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. So, so for me, I think back to my childhood. So just let, you know, we might as well start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. In the neighborhood I grew up in, I'm from, from Inkster, Michigan. Okay. A little city right outside Detroit. I uh, mentioned it before, but the city tried its hardest to be Detroit. Per mm-hmm. capita, mm-hmm. we had the same amount of murders mm-hmm. in my city. So Detroit at the time was pretty close to a million people, mm-hmm. the city itself. My city probably 200,000, maybe 100,000. I don't know exactly, but it was... A significant difference. Mm-hmm. So when I say per capita, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's just that was the goal to be that. Mm-hmm. In my neighborhood, in my where I come from, emotions were not allowed. You weren't able. You couldn't be sad. Was that allowed in any? I mean, you didn't have time to be. You didn't have time to be. Like. Yeah, you did. You really didn't. Well, and if you did, say, is that allowed? Is is emotion allowed in any black neighborhood? It's really not. And that's that's. If, if you see, if you come outside and see your son crying, mm-hmm. what you crying like a little girl for? Yep. 
what so, you, so you what have we just done to that son? Yeah, made him emotionless, made That's him right. heartless. That's right. So yeah, we our community has killed a lot of people's emotions mm-hmm. because the standard and and it goes back from generations on. Mm-hmm. Your fathers back then, like I I, I hear stories from my grand my grand my grandparents about their great grandparents. My grandmother, she would say, her father worked all the time. Mm-hmm. Came home if it was time to get get dealt with or uh, 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 discipline, and that was it. Right. It wasn't no I love you, yep. come here. How was your day? None of that. Sat down, talked to him mm-hmm. like that. It was pretty much all right. I've been working all day. Now mm-hmm. I got to come home, take care of you. I'm finna eat, go to sleep. Don't bother me. Right. You pretty much got, they pretty much got their, their coddling from their mother. Right. But so is it more of black men in neighborhoods, in the community, killing the motions? Now, you know, let me, let me jump in on this. I, I, I think, and this is my opinion only, I think this goes back to, we we have to go back and look at the history of the black man in America. We Mm -hmm. have to look at. From four hundred years ago. How many times we gonna go back to slavery? <laughs> no, I'm just. Playing. We <laughs> got to go back four hundred years. It's real. And and you think about it, you you have families that were being broken apart. Yes. And mm-hmm. you ha- because your families are being broken apart, you, you you still had a job to do. Not that, that not by choice. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. by force. Yep. And you didn't have time to to be emotional. Yes. Come on, you didn't have time on, to do West. any of that. Yes. So that I mean, again. Things are in our in our DNA. That's something that's in our DNA. Yeah. We don't have time to be emotional. Mm-hmm. I mean, we look at it now. We have, and I, I just saw. I don't know if y'all saw this, but they just released a video of a kid in in California, black kid who was running away. Eleven year old. Um, the 11-year-old. No, he wasn't eleven. He was a teenager. He was like sixteen. He was running away from police. He jumped over a fence, running, just running, just he's scared, right? Mm-hmm. Cop stops, squares up, shoots him in the shoots him in the back of the head. Wow, that kid kid dies three days later. Mm. But we, you know, what I'm saying we, we when you see stuff like that, we don't have time, and we keep seeing it over and over. I mean, you got so Trayvon Martin, you too. got right, you got Trayvon Martin, you got uh, Tamir Rice, you got that kid that I just saw, you got um, countless Gene Gene Botham. You, you Botham have all the Botham yeah, Gene. Yeah, you yeah, have you have you all this. List. We don't have time. This is we have to keep going. And as a people, that's how we've been. We've always like, we ain't got time. We got to keep pushing forward because we we used to seeing our people hanging from trees. You, we're used to seeing our people dying in the hood. We're used to right. seeing that. We don't have time. We got to keep going. And, and I think that's one of the biggest problems of making it to where we don't associate ourselves with each other anymore. Yeah. Because it's more of, okay, it's just another black person dying. That's where it's getting to the point now. Of all the emotions are, are being taken out of everything, and when you see it, it's just another black kid dying. It's another black individual dying because it's been more than kids. It's been adults getting killed as well. Like the lady that was in the house with her nephew, cop could have went through the front door. He's a cop, so you if you see the doors open, why don't you go in and announce gotta, yourself? Gotta announce yourself before you go in. Yeah, yeah, just go in and announce yourself. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Just going, hey, it's the police. I'm checking, make sure everything all right. Is everybody yeah. out in the house? Hey, hey, whatever, whatever. But you go to the back of the house, and the lady is scared in her house. She don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing back there. Yep. She don't know who you are. You say your name and shoot while you're saying your name. Right. How does that? I mean, like, so when we see things like that, it gets to the point where we're being programmed to, well, it's just, that's, that's the norm now. 
average everyday run of the mill. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's let's, the norm. let's think about it. You have in Montgomery, Alabama, you have a, a the lynching museum. Yeah, you have a whole museum dedicated to black people who have been lynched in America. Yeah, there's newspaper articles. This shit was in the news on the front page. Right. Another black man was lynched today. And nobody cares. Matter of fact, there's a picture on my on my phone. I went to the um, was it the national, the the, the, the one in DC, the one in DC. Yeah. Was it called the National African American the National African American Museum? I think, I think that's where it that is. one. Yeah, I went to that one, and I saw there's a picture, and I, I even took a picture of it on my phone. But there's a picture of four uh, black men hanging from a tree in my hometown where I was born, and and it doesn't have their names, doesn't have any of that. It's just Four black men were lynched in Logan County, Kentucky. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we we don't have time yeah. because a we're desensitized to it because we it's been going on for so long. Correct. And b, I mean, just just like I don't know if any of y'all have been to the lynching museum. Nope. But nah, there's a, there's a very powerful picture of 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 like it's like an African family in chains, and one lady has a baby. The other guy looks like he's it looks like he's being pulled away. Yes, she's trying to grieve, but she's got at the same time she has this baby. Right. So she's she's grieving, but she's like, we gotta keep going. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. a powerful pick. I mean, it's a that powerful is. sculpture. Yeah, it makes a powerful statement. Oof. So And that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> so so I'll add this in. And um again, what's so beautiful about us getting together doing this is I, I have an opportunity to be my own therapist and kind of share some things that make me feel a little bit better once I've shared them. So I don't know if y'all remember Alton Sterling. He's the, the brother. In New that, York? No, no, no. He was the one that was in Louisiana outside oh, yeah, the convenience yeah, yeah, store yeah. where the two police officers run and they I shot him. that was in New York. Oh, no, that wasn't yeah, was the one. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the one that shot him, the gotcha. one in New York. Uh, yeah, he was on top and he shot him in, it, the, in the back. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. So this was probably the first time after I saw that because cause this was when it, was like, it seemed like it was one every week. It was a new one that was happening. Mm-hmm. Every morning I used to get up, I used to go on the back patio and do my little meditation and talk to my, talk to my God thing. This morning, when, I, when that news came out that, that evening, the next morning I went up and I did my same normal process, and it was the first time it broke me. First time it broke me like, all the way down. Like I cried. I, I, like uncontrollably, I, I couldn't stop myself. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, why do they hate us so much? I I don't get it. What is what is going on? Why is this happening? What is what, what is, did we yeah. do? Yeah, what like, did we do to get this type of hate where it keeps happening? I got a eleven now eleven at the time we're talking maybe eight, seven, eight years old, nine years old. I've got to explain this because he's asking questions. I got to explain this to him. I've got a wife that I got to try to make sure I come home to every day. Yeah. And it's like, and it, it broke me. What in your, what in your DNA or in your makeup makes you hate an individual that bad? Yeah. yeah. A person that, that could. in your DNA. I'll, that is taught. It is. Taught from, that's taught from the beginning. Like, but like, what, what, what? How does it get that bad? Yeah, how, how does, does it, it get, get that, that strong? Like you get that passionate You have about that it. much hate for a person that could care less about you half the time. Yeah. Or more than half the time. I would say 25% of <laughs> But it goes back to the it goes back to the control thing. 
you see an individual coming up in the world and you can't no longer control them. Mm-hmm. So you're scared you're going to lose your position. Yep. So the only way you control your, you, you try to maintain and could keep your position is by annihilation. Yeah. And show them that we can annihilate you. Mm-hmm. Divide and conquer is massive. Yeah. But see, that ain't even divide and conquer. That's a whole different topic. The divide and conquer is within ourselves. But we it came di- from somewhere else. It, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. It was, it was, it was showed by, by, by someone else. African yeah. people, yes, in Africa they had their own tribes, right? But you gotta understand, Africa. You know how big Africa is. Africa, the United States can fit in it, plus part of or the United States, all of China, um, and part of Europe. That's or wild. part of Russia. All that can fit yeah. inside of Africa. And it's like the richest what? continent for, for natural resources for natural, for natural resources, resources on the world yeah. it, it's bigger than you can put the united states and south america and another country in that motherfucker and it's it's still some space for some other places to go yeah. you know what i'm saying that's wild so we 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 not that type of people because if we let's say we got into our tribes got into a fight okay whatever we gonna go over here because mm-hmm. it was space yeah. yeah i'm gonna go over here and we yeah. had plenty but I and guess now I need to do you come from you come from these Europeans who A it was cold where they were from. Mm-hmm. B they were scavengers, like because it's cold, they're not eating. Mm-hmm. So they they trying to get what they can. And when they see some good stuff, they're trying to take it over because they don't have nothing. They was living in they was the one living in caves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were cavemen. We weren't. No. I'm just saying. I'm I'm gonna leave that That's there. Right. So so let me ask y'all this. Because uh, again, when when the Sterling Brown case, or I'm sorry, Alton mm-hmm. Sterling, mm-hmm. Sterling Brown, that's Shannon Brown's brother, played from Milwaukee. So forgive me. Uh, when the Alton, but didn't Brown, he get jumped on too by police? He had an issue with the police as well. Uh, I mean, it, it fits the narrative it that's does. going on right now. It does. So yeah, you you would. I mean, not too you, far off, right? Yeah, you weren't that far off. That's crazy. Yeah. Dang, that that is wild. You make a mistake on and the you name, didn't even, and you didn't even think about it. Both of them have it fits. Sim- that's that's crazy. it fits the criteria. So let me ask y'all this: When is the last time? Because this is the show about emotions. When is the last time that something broke you down to the point where you actually cried? When my mom passed, it broke me down. That was over two years ago. Anything else, I'm probably numb to at this point. Right, and that's and that's terrible. That's terrible. I know it's. I know I'll probably have to see. Like at some point, I really want to go see a real therapist, but I don't want to see one of those. We your therapist right here. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to see one of those cookie cutter therapists. <laughs> no, I no, not oh, at all. Okay. I need a therapist that's gonna intentionally break me, want to break me, so they can break it down and try to build it from the ground up. Because mm-hmm. I seriously think I'm like emotionless. Like, not too much can bother me either right. way, sway me either way. Right. And I know it's not a good thing. But that's us. But that's us. Because I had the, I had the parent, the, the, the father, she's crying for her. Man, you better get on out of here with that bull. T- toughen up. Yep. Football. When you're playing football, football coaches, you get hit too hard, you're crying. And what are you crying for? Suck you little up. girl? Suck it up. Get back in there. Get up. Yeah, all that. So, after years and years of that, it's... You become the byproduct of n- shit. Nothing bother you in this world, right? And so, that's where we at in the world. And I believe that's why it's so much going on. I think that's why we don't, as a community, we don't look out for one another. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's one of the problems in our community. Can't connect. We can't connect with each other. That's <laughs> give it to you. Okay. <laughs> what um, about you, Todd? I think mm, this will be more recently. Um, th- this will be more recently for me. Uh, I think the last time I actually broke down. I got pulled over by a police officer, a black police officer on Leachy Avenue. Is it Le- is it Avenue? Leachy Avenue? Leachy Avenue, yes. Yeah, I got, you know where Leachy is? Uh-uh. Downtown? It's mm-hmm. out East Nashville. Yeah. I got pulled over on Leachy Avenue. It's way Avenue. nicer than what it used to be. Yeah, way nicer. I mean, they got condos and stuff. Yeah, on there. way <laughs> nicer. When I say way nicer, I'm talking about, I know some guys from that area. Way nicer gotcha. than what it used to be. Gotcha. Yeah. But I got, I got pulled over by, by a black police officer over there and um that black officer when he pulled me over he said you know he can't he didn't come up his he didn't come up to my window and was like hey i, I i'm so and so this is why i pulled you over he comes up to the window and he says hey i heard you over here selling drugs hmm. first off not I, knowing who you are not knowing who i am i just rolled like literally Matter of fact, it was when I still drove for Uber on the side. So I was going to pick somebody up. So you wasn't in your work. You wasn't in your work vehicle. No. Okay. No. Um, And those nice condos over there Mm -hmm. at the the end of it. And he he says, hey, I heard you were selling drugs. And I looked at him and I said, well, I don't think the police should sell drugs. What do you think about that? And then he and he looks at me like funny. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back to his car, and then his buddy pulls up. So now I got two it's officers. Two of them. They don't came up. Yeah. So now I got, and they're both black officers. One's a young guy. He probably wasn't, you know, young, young officer, maybe two, three, four years, not not long. Mm-hmm. So he comes back with his buddy. So his buddy's like on the other side of my freaking, you know, car. Mm-hmm. Then he comes back, and he's like, "Well, who do you work for?" And then we have a, you know, we conversation. have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, my bad. Mm-hmm. Have a nice day. Yeah. No, 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 no. Did you, you reported them two clowns, didn't you? Of course I did. Okay. Got it. <laughs> of course I did. But I think when I got now, Hold home, on. Let me, let me, let me put that. Let me, let me put a pause in there. So two individuals that look like you mm-hmm. automatically went for the worst. That's yep. crazy. Okay. Continue, sir. So I went home. And and this wasn't long after. Um, matter of fact, somebody had just got killed in the news. Maybe, maybe it was um, the lady, the lady who shot the guy in Oklahoma, whose car was like his car had stopped and he was ah, on the side of the road. Yeah, yes. yeah. Now that lady's now she's now a freaking like I, don't, I think she's still a police officer, but she teaches about officer survival or something. Oh my god! Oh wow! Yeah, I think Ooh. that's the class she teaches. So yeah, survival. she teaches man. <laughs> But, the, um, can you hit the pink button for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it didn't happen like too long after that. Okay. And I, nobody knows this. Hell, my wife don't even know this. But I remember coming home and I had told her and I told some people at work and I told another black officer I work with at, at work. And and um, I just remember at home, I just sat there and I just started crying because I was like, man, I, I could have been dead over some bull because this dude came up to my window talking about 
I heard you over here selling drugs. Right. So when you say that already, you got something in your mind. You got absolutely. You, you got an agenda. You might respond. Right. You got right. an agenda. So as soon as he say the wrong drugs, thing, I'm gonna shoot. Yeah. Soon right. as you, soon as you said, man, you don't know what you' talking about. Step out the car from me. Exactly. And then we had, we in a whole nother situation. Yeah. Now, I probably could have sued the city and got a nice amount of money for discrimination there, but I didn't. Right. But th- I feel like that was the last time I got a good crying because at that point I realized I, I'm just a black man out here. Mm-hmm. And and even and even though there are other black men who who especially on the police force or black black police officers, they're you know they they hang around these Caucasian officers and they have the same agenda. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I get it. You want to clean up the streets, but you not you you don't just pull over people and say. I heard you were selling drugs because that whole situation could have went bad quick in a time where it was already, you know, there's tensions between the police and the citizens. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and I just, I just, I cried because I was like, man, I could have been dead. Like that could have been my last, my last moments on this planet, on this side of the earth. Right. Over some nonsense, over, over something that he made up. Yeah. Because I, you know, I drive a black vehicle with black tents. Think how bad that would have been, and and what would your emotions would have been if you had a child at that time? Bro, I would have been. I would have lost it. I would have lost it because because then I have to I have to realize that I am going to have to raise a I don't know a boy or a girl. Well, let's say if I had a boy, I'd have to raise a boy into a like. That's why I say we don't have time. We don't have time mm-hmm. for emotion. Because in that moment, I didn't have time for emotion. I couldn't think emotionally because if I was thinking emotionally, I would be dead. Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that back to emotions. There you go, right there. Yeah. And and that shit. When did it happen? It happened. So how year. do we change? How 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 do we change? How do we how do we be more sensitive to one another in a society like this? I mean, I think, it, and, and this is, is it just a good me. thing or a bad thing to be the, the, to to be more sensitive to one another. I think it's hard nowadays, especially with our younger generation behind us, and, and you know we're in our our thirties and and about to be forty. <laughs> um, but you know the, the the kids behind us, the 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 twenty somethings behind us, even down to the teenagers, um, they have. They have all these social medias mm-hmm. and, and social media is making it hard because yes. people are able to be mean on social media yep. and then they think that can translate into real life. Right. So it's hard to 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 change the the narrative. I mean, think about it, Henry. Like if you if you out and there's a group of kids they about to fight, what's the first thing they screaming? World star. World star. Right. World star. See, get the phones out. Let's right. record this. When we had when we have things like that, I think that it's hard for us to we, we can't. It's hard to separate the two so that we can learn to be better to one another because we for so long we've been taught to hate one another and to divide one another. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Unintentionally, though, we've been taught that unintentionally. No, no, I think it's been it's been every bit of intentional. Well, I say indirect. Let me say indirect still in in unintentional. So so let me jump in here because I get what both of y'all are saying. I think that it was intentionally designed. Mm And put into our past. Yeah. Our past then unintentionally passed that to us. Correct. So yeah, I, I agree with both. It's like if 
the only way that I can make it is I have to abide by these rules, then guess what I'm going to teach my kids? Mm-hmm. So the only abide, way you can make it is to abide by these rules. And be better than anybody because they're, they're everybody you see everyone is your competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that movie. Um, uh, what's the name of that movie? I read the book. I have it downstairs. The hate they get was it the hate you give? The hate you give. Yeah. You remember when when they got pulled over in the movie when they got pulled over? Yep. What did what did Star immediately do? Yeah, put her hands. She up. put her hands on the on the, on the dashboard. Yeah, yeah. And was See, telling him, like, right? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. There you hey, go. hey, hey! Yep. Look, we already know what's coming. Put your hands up here. Yep. So, and this is me mm-hmm. to answer your question. Like, what can we do now to change it? Yeah. Because I agree with Todd. It, it's so difficult because. Here's where, I, here's where I want to give props. I've got to give them props because one thing that they've consistently done is evolved. Mm-hmm. People who are in control, like you mentioned earlier, they don't want to lose the control. Mm-mm. If I got power, I don't want to lose my power. Mm-mm. So that means I have to I'm nothing without it. I have to continually find ways to maintain it. Mm-hmm. So I have to get smarter all the time on how I'm going to control the situation, this person, this money, whatever it is. And I, and I look at us, I look at social media and how readily available it is. Mm-hmm. It's free. Yeah. Here you go. Take it. So if I say this is, you need to be on social mm-hmm. media. You got to be a part of this. All the good information, all the cool stuff, all the funny, is all there? the good people, all the cool. That's where they are. You need to be there. And I'm poor. Or if I don't have the same resources and I'm there with somebody who does, who am I going to try to re- imitate? Mm-hmm. So. The challenge that we've got is, and I, and I know I say this, but I, I have to always start here. Everything we want and need to accomplish starts inside of our four walls. Mm-hmm. You have to control your home. Mm-hmm. And this is where I, going back to that whole, if, if only reason why I married my wife is because I loved her, mm-hmm. that ain't enough. If my wife doesn't agree that there's a challenge out there for children that look like us, I made a mistake. That's a problem. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. Because what's going to happen is, as we have those children, now we're going to be getting into it about how to raise them. Correct. What is a problem versus what isn't. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you need to do is, before you decide you're going to be with somebody long term, make sure that outside of just the love and the lust, that there are other things that play a factor. Correct. Morals. Mm -hmm. Ethics. Mm -hmm. Credit score. <laughs> I guess it was getting too serious right there. Todd had to break it up. Yeah. No, th- no, no, that's no, 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 real. That's real. No, that's, that's real. real. It's real. Yeah, yeah. I, I get you. Because money, money will set y'all off real quick. Yeah, stewardship. Just make sure that you you've had those types of conversations. You understand where somebody's coming from, and it's okay to be like, it's okay to walk away. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest challenges in relationships is that you start to invest some time, and now you think you're 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 you're, you're supposed to be yes. There. Well, I don't. I done put a year, two years in this relationship. Mm-hmm. I can't walk away now, yeah. even though I've seen the signs that this person isn't going to be it's healthy not for me. Need to be. At least not yeah. right now. Maybe yeah. in a year or two they might be, and maybe then I'm gone. Yeah. But right now this ain't what I need to do. Gotcha. And in our community, the first thing we need to do is make sure that we're taking care of our home. So when it's just us and we're coming to our own, you need to be the best version of you. Correct. First and foremost. Then when you start looking for this significant other, Make sure that who they are is the best version of themselves. Then making sure that the y'all connect on the morals, the ethics, the integrity. Make sure that that's in place first. And then as you start to fall in love with them, that's the icing on the cake. You just move on. Yeah, it, it, once you find out you're attracted to them, which usually happens, yeah. happens first. Yeah. 
So I'm attracted Attraction to you. Attraction first. Yeah, I'm attracted to you. You're beautiful. You're handsome, whatever it is, mm-hmm. men or women. Then it's like, all right, so how do you feel about this? How do you feel about this? How do you feel about this? Have those conversations that are difficult. And if you don't like the responses, you don't have to move forward. No, not at all. I totally agree. So that, in my opinion, that's how this thing starts. Mm-hmm. Individually, then when it's you and your significant other, then when y'all bring children into this planet. And then once you do that, then it's, okay, my house is secure. We've been working on this. We've, been, we've, we've created a, a program in this home. Now I need to talk to my neighbors. Not to try to control how they think and how they operate. Just to see where they are. But so, so See if yes, we can connect on anything. Apps, and so they see who we are. Yeah. That's, for me, that's bigger. So when you're, not, when you're walking down the street and you, and you see them outside, it's not just the little yeah. hand or the head nod yes, and, and keep on moving. So, so we talked about this. Like one of, the, one of the best things for me about living in this neighborhood is knowing that I know you see my kid in the morning. Mm-hmm. I know you see him. And if something's happening, I ain't got to worry about it. If Correct. something files going on, yeah. y'all going to step in and be like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's y'all, I would do the exact same thing. Gotcha. That's one of the major problems that we have in our community because of the division is we ain't checking for each other like that. Well, in the what, 60s, 70s, you can get a whooping by everybody, parent. Yes, sir. On the block. Two, three, four, five whoopings. And then before that's you before you home. get home. And then when you get home, you got the, the, the grand finale. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yep. And 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 I think that's what we need to go back to. But it's every now it's I mean, I don't want nobody touching my kids. Well, if your child was wrong, he was wrong. Yep. Like I seen a clip on um I don't know if it was on Twitter or, or Instagram where a kid was uh stealing from the store. Mm-hmm. And the store manager called him, it was a black guy, and it was a black kid, and he the child was stealing some batteries. So instead of calling the police, the the guy took his butt off and whooped him. Mm-hmm. And the mom, all I can hear the mom saying in the back is, man, you touching my child for don't be touching my yep. child. You're lucky his daddy ain't out of jail. His daddy will kill you. Mm. Okay. W- mm. Would you prefer him call the police and they take him to jail? And then, or they po- potentially come in there and kill him? Yep. Then what do you do? But when we hit our kids, what message are we sending? It depends. It de- so I, There's I, a difference in between discipline and abuse. Yeah. Let's, let's get that. Let's get that clear. So, so here's one thing that I learned since being a parent. One of the craziest lessons I ever learned was I disciplined my kid. My kid's crying. They're, they're sad. Mm-hmm. More than likely they're sad because I cannot believe daddy just did yeah. this. Motherfucker. Right. <laughs> I cannot. I am so hurt. We supposed Shot. to be friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, I'm not your friend. I'm Truth. your father. Truth. But, you know, yeah. child logic. Yeah, yeah. What happens immediately after this, Henry, tell me. You discipline your baby girl. Mm-hmm. She cries. Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, where is she? Probably in my lap. Ain't that something? Probably in my lap. Children know when you care about them. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest mistakes you can make as an adult, as a human being, is to think that I don't need to discipline my child because I don't want them to think that this is abusive. I don't want them to think that the way to solve a problem is physically. Yeah. But is that not what you're doing when you when you so hit them? It's all teaching, though. It's yeah. all it's all in but, the way you still, teach. But still, but if you if you hit me, mm-hmm. and then I start exhibiting this mm-hmm. behavior, like I hit somebody else, did you not teach me that? This is where the teaching comes into play because what you do, there's two things that happen. I'm gonna speak from experience on that. Okay, there's two things that happen as you're disciplining disciplining a child. 
depending on who you are, because mm-hmm. kids are watching you too. Yeah. Depending on who you are, when you're disciplining a child, they understand it. They will come back. Correct. And just like Henry said, yeah. they'll be right in your lap. You know why? Because, because she understands that you do love her. You just want her to do right. That's it. Now, when you don't or they see opposite behaviors exhibited beyond and this that. is before like before the discipline they know if you love they got a sense of yeah. okay how this is gonna go yes and, and i'm so that's why i mean it's talking so, about hitting your yes child. yeah yeah that's, yes. that's what i'm talking about like so like when you like me from speaking from experience my mom beat me mm-hmm. and i deserve half of them but there was nothing in my mind that made me not believe that she loved me because the things she would do for me the way she treated me, she treated me with unconditional love. Right. So when it was time for me to get disciplined, I knew like, oh, okay, I messed up. Yeah, it was on me. There's a consequence. It's on me. There's a consequence to everything. Yeah. Like my daughter, I've had to put my hands on her one time for real, and it was because she, 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 she she's her father's child. She, yeah. she gets a little talkative and she'll tell the teacher in a heartbeat she ain't gonna do nothing. And I was like, oh no, we're not gonna break. We're gonna break that early because that was me early. Yeah. In school. Yeah. So it came, when, when it came down to the discipline, you know, I tapped her or whatever, and she cried. And then five minutes later, can I sleep in the bed with you, Daddy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, get in the bed. Yep. But do you, you do understand what happened and why yes. that happened. Yes. And, and so let, yeah, me, I do. let me piggyback off of that real quick. One of the worst things that you can do is think, assume that your child is not intelligent enough to understand when you explain stuff to them. Yeah. So if there's an opportunity for teaching, for coaching a child, even if you even if you have to discipline them, mm-hmm. if you're not also having a conversation with them, you've done them a disservice. Yeah. To Todd's point, that's when it does become solely about I'm afraid of the consequence. Yeah. And if you got a kid that's only afraid of the consequence, eventually they're going to get to the age where they're not afraid they're no of the longer afraid of the anymore. consequence. And then yes. that's when you see how society is now. Yes. Yes. But when you are able to, hey, I love you. Mm-hmm. It means everything to me for you to be the best version of you. Mm-hmm. This is not the best version of you. Mm-hmm. And you know it. And you're better than that. There are consequences for your actions. And the consequences outside of this house are worse than are what's going to happen in the house. different than what's in here. Yeah. You go out there and do that. Somebody might kill you. Yeah. I'm not going to let that happen because I'm going to I'm teach stop you it here before it even get that. Point, yes, I'm that going far. to teach you here that in order to be the best version of myself, there are certain things I can't do. Mm-hmm. So this this also teaches them the lesson that if somebody's trying to discipline me and I know I'm not wrong, now I need to speak up. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going. Oh, oh, you doing this? Okay, I haven't done anything wrong here, but you, I'm gonna go get my daddy. Yeah, let me let me call somebody that can yep. handle you on your level. I'm gonna go get my daddy because yeah. this ain't right. I know what right yeah. is because my daddy. My Told mama has showed me. Instilled right that in is. me. Yes. Yeah. yeah, my mom, she put them paws on me. Yeah. My daddy put them paws on me. But guess what else they did? They taught me. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's they what they me. did. Everything. Yeah, they taught me the, the lessons behind why them paws was getting put on me. Yes, sir. So, yeah, it's 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 a difference, Todd. It's a difference. It's, t- it's a total I, I difference. Get, I get what you're saying. But see, and I look, I don't have any children. Let's let's for for, for well, let's just speak on your experience. Here. But look, I was beat too. I get it, but as I've gotten older and I've 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 learned some things and I've I've looked back and I love I freaking love history and I'm reading hit these history books and 
um, you see, I mean, black people have whooped their children since. And should continue. Since the beginning of time in <laughs> America, mm-hmm. in these United States, we there wasn't a whole lot of whooping going on on the African continent. There was there was different punishment, but not a whole lot of whoopings. Um, and that's just some things that I've learned. But in these United States, we've we've historically whipped children. Now, I've been reading some things, and um, you know, ninety. Per, it says America is a nation where ninety percent of parents across racial and ethnic groups use corporal punishment at some point mm-hmm. in their life, right? Which is a whooping. That's yeah. corporal punishment. Right. It's, it's physical. Um, and, and real quick, that are they saying like at least once? Yeah. At yeah, least once, okay. Yeah. But what studies show that black parents are more likely to use to use a whooping more than any other group, mm-hmm. right? Now, the reason why I was asking y'all is because historically, the black body has been subject to racial control through centuries of slavery, lynching, sexual abuse, reproductive legislation, surveillance, segregation, mass incarceration, police practices, and popular entertainment. Mm-hmm. Now, when you think about a whooping, you're physically harming your child. Mm-hmm. Is that not is that not some some uh, is that not you sending abuse throughout history? I mean think about no, it. We have no it's totally lynchings. different. I, I don't think so. I think totally I different. think that we're I think when you, that when you whoop a child you're sending a message. When when the slave master was whooping the slaves was there any love involved? Or was that just we a don't product? Know. We don't know. Come on, Tom. We don't know. Come on. I, no, and we don't know because here's the so thing. You because think that slave, slave master is the, that slave master who individual. whipped that person still fed that person. That slave master who whipped that person still made sure that person had clothes on their back hey, to go to work. Hey, hey, we do, are we not doing the same uh, with our hold children? On, hold on, hold on, Todd. <laughs> you got a vehicle outside, right? If you don't put ve- if you don't put gas in that vehicle, will it run? Will it work for you? It it will. It won't it won't go forward, but it will work. So you can put it in neutral and it'll drive and it'll be slow and it won't be as productive if you as you would like it to be, right? Right. So what do you think the slave master had to do to keep them slaves working as productive if they wanted to be? It's a fair point. If I don't feed you, you're not gonna work. Okay. So you saying so you saying by whooping your child. And when child, you say gave them clothes. So so what you saying by whooping what? your child potato sack bag. So what you're saying by whooping your child is that you are making them more productive. Nope. No. So you that's, took, that's what you just said. No, I used your analogy of when I said love, you said, well, they fed them. And I'm asking you, okay, they're they viewed us as their vehicle outside. If we don't put if you don't put gas in your vehicle, it's not gonna go nowhere for you. Okay. It's not going to be as productive as you would like it to be. Right. I'm but not. You, I'm, now I'm using the same analogy with a child. You can't. Yes, you can. There's, you can't. You can't pick apples in, to oranges. The key word in there is love. Nah, I see. That's where you lose me because the key word is there is love. Nah, you I, can't. You cannot I'm, tell me that an individual that will beat you just because you didn't pick enough cotton loved you. Well, well now, because they in turn fed you. Now let now let's do this though. So there's there's always this thought, because this was my thought when I was in, uh, let me see, what was that? I think ninth grade. Mm-hmm. I had a I had a dispute with a teacher mm-hmm. about discipline. Literally, ninth grader having a dispute with a teacher, and she said, "When you whoop a child, all you're teaching them to do is to fear the belt. That's it." And I was like. I was like, as a ninth grader, I'm not that smart, but I'm like, 
dang, yeah, you're right. I was like, however, when you're young, sometimes you don't understand the consequences. So what you need to understand is not the consequences, but the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. So if I steal today and I go to jail, that's going to be on my record, right? Everybody's going to think I'm a thief. Correct. That's the part we don't think about is everybody's going to think I'm a thief forever. We don't think about that part. Mm -hmm. So in this analogy, what I was saying was we don't think about everybody's going to think we're a thief. We just think about what I wanted in that moment. Correct. In the moment. So what happens is I get a spanking today, but as I get older, I don't get spankings anymore. Mm -mm. As I'm old enough to understand and rationalize, now it's a conversation. Yeah. So, so for me, discipline works in a couple of ways. Every infraction isn't deserving of a spanking. Correct. Sometimes a conversation is all that's required. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a punishment like making them work out, as y'all have seen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just making them work out, that's the punishment. So it depends on what's happening. The severity of, of, of the action that they took. Absolutely. Now let's rewind. Okay. I was going to say, this is we're talking about emotions. Yes. So by talking about emotions, I was just bringing up, because y'all brought it up. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, whipping that's what and this emotions. Is it's connected. It's you know connected. Yeah, yes, there's a, it there's is. a connection. Yeah, it's Absolutely. a connection. It's a connection Absolutely. there. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. And, and that's where I was going to go next. So the reason why I agree with what you're, with what you're saying is because there's a message that you're sending with a spanking. Mm-hmm. That's why it is absolutely critical as a parent to do two things. One, live a certain way. All of this, do as I say, not as I do stuff, mm-hmm. is for the birds. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, because that you individual is looking at you yes, 24-7. You can't put expectations on a kid that, that you you're not know. even showing. Yeah. So then when I spank you and I'm still doing this and telling you not to and you do it and I'm you're mad. You're full of it. Yes. You're full of it. But we don't talk about that enough. Yeah. It's so many parents out here doing all type of crazy stuff in front of their kids, mm-hmm. telling them not to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what a hypocrite you look like? Yeah. I'm thinking about me as a child. But you're doing this. Yeah. Now, now see, that's the, that, that's the pros and the cons of it. My mom, she, she pretty much lived it. Mm-hmm. Now, my father, on the other hand, he never disciplined <laughs> me. Really? Never. Yeah. Never. Because I think he understood, hell, that boy gonna do what he want to, because I'm his dad, and I and he sees me doing what I want to, mm-hmm. so he's gonna pretty much do the same. He's gonna follow in my course. So that's why I think he never, you know, was like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, right? Because it, it, it's not gonna work. I think he understood that analogy that you laid down, yeah, more. But my mom was like, oh no, nah, we're not having that. I don't care what he doing. You not doing it. Can I jump in here right quick? Man, come on in. We got about a minute and a half. Ooh, say what I'm, you I'm trying to say. make quick. God, bless. Well, we <laughs> so was, this is an hour ago. Definitely a topic for another day. This is another reason why our communities are so messed up. There's no reason that your mother and your father should have been presenting a different message to you. Correct. There's no reason why a woman should ever have to teach a boy how to be a man. Correct. That was my life. There mm-hmm. was never a man in the around except for when we my sister her father and my mom got married mm-hmm. and they was married for five minutes before we literally got into a physical fight with him and i think i talked about on this before i'm like six or seven i don't so think my, i was here for that episode okay i might not have so if this is the first time first time i was six or seven my brother was nine or ten mm-hmm. and we're fighting a grown man mm. because him and my mom got physical gotcha 
that should not be our that should not be our case. It should never be the case. Should never be the case. Never. So to Todd's point, yes, I agree. If you are just spanking, just to, and, and there's and not nothing an else, or explaining else, why you receiving this treatment, I get you. That I should never you. happen. If you're doing that, you're messing up as a parent. Yeah. And and this is me. And me and Todd debate all the time, <laughs> people. If it sounds like me and him were getting heated in here, trust me, it's all love. That's what this platform is for. They literally just threw seven punches. <laughs> I, I'm, well, who won then, Joe? <laughs> me. <laughs> I just, I, as I've as I've gotten older, I just I don't I don't know, I don't know. Especially now, I don't know if spanking is a thing. I think now you have to find the kids' currency. Just it just because of the times we're in, we're, and we it was different for us because we didn't have everything that they have now. Now I think if you find the kids' currency, um, you can pretty much get to them. So for some kids, it's the Xbox. You take that Xbox away. That's it. Then then they'll they'll change their tune real quick. Yeah. Right. Or the cell phone. You take that cell phone away. Yeah. The the tune changes real this quick. This is how I know so. my mom loved me. After after one of the spankings, she went and bought me a PlayStation Two on the black market. She found the individual that were selling them. Mm. I can I'll never forget the day. No, we went to Kroger's. The guy was selling them in Kroger's. I don't know where he got them from, but he had a bunch of them. Yeah. She literally went we literally went to Kroger's and bought me one of those. And she we had that conversation. You know why that happened. But guess what? You still my son, I love you. And I'm gonna get you one of these. Yeah. So but is that not the same as the slave master whooping you and then feeding you? No, now again, I, I, look, we, topic, hey, we, look, we can't, we can't talk day. about it because yeah. we are yeah. barely out of time. No, we, we ain't out of time. Out of time. <laughs> we are out of time. Keep it going. We, we ain't out of time. time. He cut me off. I'll never we, be back on this show we, again, <laughs> people. So y'all better tell him keep me on. Call in now. <laughs> Literally, we have a minute. So. We learned how to cook hog mog and chitlins, right? Yeah, yeah. We cooked everything from the rooter to the tutor. Now it's not good for us now. So let's not pretend like what they were doing was really beneficial. No, I mean let's let's be real. We but that's not the same thing. Shit made sugar. I get it, but again, we out of we out of time. We out. Final 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 thoughts here. Somebody get Kanye West out of the room with me. (laughs) Here's my final thought. Families, please, 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 and I know I, I I come at you with the please, please, please a lot, but that's because it means that much to me. Understand women, men, fathers, mothers, do not stifle your sons, your daughter's emotions. Allow them to have them, but teach them. If my son right now, 11 years old, cries because we're working out or something's hard, I tell him all the time, save those tears because you're going to need them. Something's going to happen that's going to require those tears. This right here is not it. That doesn't discourage the emotion. That just means this ain't worth crying over. Yeah. Use them properly. All right, Henry, you got you got 30 seconds. Hey, people, people, we got to take care of each other. Preach. That's all I got to say. We just got to take care of each other. I don't I don't have anything to say other than, um, you know, take care of your emotions. Definitely take care of your emotions. If you if you're having a breakdown, it's okay to cry. It's okay right. to do these things. So and, uh, and talk to somebody about yeah, it. Yeah, talk to somebody. Definitely. Don't keep that stuff bottled in. Call us if you need to. Yeah, do that. You can reach out to us at bgtcast at gmail.com. Bgtcast at gmail.com. And as the music plays us out, y'all, I don't have nothing else to say. So I guess we out. Peace, Peace. and love. <laughs>